Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Alex. Um, there was a lot of discourse on the on the timeline this past week, um, and since we don't have time to go through all of that, because you heathens are fucking maniacs. I am instead going to talk a little bit, just just for a minute. I know we have a lot to do. I'm going to talk about Yawara. It's it's an anime from the 90s. Um, it's about a a girl who her grandpa has forced her from a young age to do judo, and she's like a god of judo. Um, but she just wants to be a normal girl, and she kind of is like you know weirdly obsessed with like you know like no, I don't want to be, I don't want to do judo because then no guy's ever going to like me, and it's kind of toxic. But let's not talk about that. Really good show. Um, I really like it. I've I've been yelling Ipon randomly around my ha- around my house around my house because I just love the show and I think you guys should all watch it. Um, it's it's all on YouTube. It's very good. Um, and also, uh, judo is cool. And the the girl kind of reminds me of like some wrestlers in stardom, like you know Hanan, who you know had birthday Hanan. She is also a a wrestler who is a god at what she does, and she also did judo. Um. I don't think her grandfather forced her to do judo from the age of two years old, but that's besides the point. It's a good anime. Um, I'm not going to comment on any of the things that you guys have been doing this week, fucking weirdos, but I, I think that's enough for my little tirade. Go watch Uwara, Fashionable Judo Girl. Very good show, and let's get right into some stardom things. Indeed. Uh, go watch anime and leave Utami alone. That is that is the message. Um so to to kick us off, uh, the, there's no real news uh, from the world of stardom that that I can recall. Um, but there was one interesting note is that uh, Rossi Ogawa basically said that he hopes to have Hanan in the five star Grand Prix next year. Uh, obviously, next year she will turn eighteen, either like during the tournament or after, like depending on when it is. Um, but that would be her tournament debut and. I think it's it's it'll be pretty good. Like um, you know, every time she has a singles match or a big opportunity in stardom, she does really, really well. Uh so to see what she could do in a full tournament a year from now would be pretty interesting. And I think it's always nice to see that Rossi is thinking that far ahead. Like he clearly has ideas in place for these younger members of the roster 
on how he's going to progress them and when they're going to progress to, to the newer levels. And um, I think she'd be a great addition to the tournament, even looking at like the field this year. I think you could definitely deal with a Hanan in the tournament this year. I mean, Baraka's doing a really good job in that kind of role of like tournament debutante who's just having, you know, the shorter fun matches. Um, and I think Hanan doing that next year would be pretty good. And obviously it'd be great for her growth overall and could really lead some really interesting matches depending on who she's paired with in the blocks. Yeah, 100%. Um, it is sort of interesting because like I've sort of been thinking about it the past couple of days, like Storm's getting, excuse me, I'm drinking a monster. And as I drink a monster, I burp a lot. You all know this. Um, but the thing is, is that it's like Storm's getting pretty big with their roster. Um, so I wonder how they're going to do tournaments from now on. Because like if you look at like the G1, um, like New Japan has a lot of fucking roster members, but some of them are very, very noticeably, uh, like you know, D tier, and they'll never get into a G1. And also, they have the split between junior heavyweights and heavyweights, and they have two full block tournaments for for them. So I kind of, and they have obviously tag team and like designated tag wrestlers like Tama Tonga, whatever. So. I'm thinking as stardom like grows, how are they going to decide who gets into the tournament and who doesn't? Like, is Lady C ever gonna get into a tournament? You know what I mean? Like obviously, like I don't think that she should have been in it this year because she hasn't won a match yet. But like even like in two years, like unless a bunch of people retire, which, you know, is scary to think of, like what do they do? Because their roster is getting a little bit crowded. And like if you think about it, if Sai is back, Saida's back, you know, if if Jungle's back, if, you know, like, like there are wrestlers who, you know, need to fit in somewhere. So where does somebody like Hanan fit in and, like, just, like, force herself into the tournament? You know what I mean? Um, obviously, I'm really excited for next year for Hanan to be in it because I think she's incredible. I think that she'll only get better. Um, I think her and her sisters are all going to be some of the best wrestlers, like, five years from now, maybe. Probably some of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, and I'm really excited for that. But what what do you think, like, how do you think they slot people in in that fashion um, in in the coming years? Because this year they had sort of an easy time with certain injuries here and there, um, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, how, how do you think it, it works like that? Because, like, I mean, there's some expendables, like, you know, like death cannot be in it or, you know, but like really like like there's not a ton of expendables. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I mean. I think you can leave out some of the younger people. Like, I think you could maybe switch her for Rocka next year. Uh, you could, you know, not have outsiders. Uh, Death is an easy one to replace. Obviously, she's a freelancer anyway, so it's hard to get her uh, in for all the dates. And I think you can just, like, switch out some of the, the lower members of the roster. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't think you need a Mina Shirakawa in the, the Grand Prix. No offense to Mina, but I mean... You could switch her out for a Hanan, and I don't think it would change anything too much. Um, so I think that might be the way to go. Like, not everybody can be in a GP, and I think that's good because it keeps things a bit fresh. If your entire roster isn't doing three months worth of singles matches every year, I know Xavier always talks about he he hates the G1 because like within five years you've basically wrestled everybody, and there's yeah. never fresh matches. So I mean, if you want to cycle people in and out, that that could definitely work or uh even smarter is if they go with more blocks i mean what if what if they did like four blocks of six you get more matches you get you know to spread things out a bit more and i think you can protect a lot more of your bigger matches that way and then you know if they want to run another 21 
you know, date tour for the GP, you can spread the workload a lot more if you do more blocks. So, I mean, that might be something that they do where they do more participants in more blocks or they just cycle out some of the lower members or even if they want to give Mayu a rest or a Tam a rest or something like that, they could always take them out. But, you know, I think that's less likely. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely get what you're trying to say. I think the more blocks would be very interesting. Um, excuse me again. Um, I think, yeah, like four four blocks of six would be pretty cool because you know it's only four extra people, but four extra bodies is definitely smart, and it also makes it so that only a few you know matchups are are spoiled. Um, even though it could lead to like weak uh, blocks or whatever, but I, I think that would be smart. And I think diverging from the G1 formula because Xavier, very smart man. Um, I, I actually totally agree with him. I love the G1, but that's 100% an issue is that it's like I have seen Hiroki Goto versus Juice Robinson like 700 times and Juice hasn't even been there for that long. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I've seen it a million times because they wrestle in almost every G1. So something like that is definitely a, a problem with the G1. I think diverging from that formula and maybe doing... Um, you know, more blocks or, you know, cycling in certain wrestlers, you know, this or that, like there's definitely ways to fix it. But I just think it's, it's an interesting thing to keep an eye on as years go forward, because you never really know how they, how they really want to deal with certain things that they haven't be, had to deal with so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it'll definitely be a, a new problem uh, that they have too many wrestlers that yeah. are worthy <laughs> of a GP. Cause I mean, for a long time, their roster was made up of outsiders and uh, Gaijin, that we're doing tours, so I don't know. Um, but you know, that's that's a problem for Rossi Ogawa in the future, and uh, I don't envy him. Uh, what we do have to deal with, though, is we have three shows <laughs> to review. Uh, that made it sound like I didn't want to do this, but uh, these shows were good, though. I did enjoy them, so uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm here to review them. Uh, we will mostly focus on the block matches like i think the non-tournament matches most people don't really care at this stage um i will i did watch a lot of them so i will give one or two sentences to them but my our focus will be on uh the gp matches uh just to keep things a bit quicker than last week where we talked for a long long time uh but yeah let's get straight into it the first day of action was on august 7th uh this was in osaka edion arena number two uh, they drew 279 fans to this one. In the opener, uh, Mina Shirakawa beat Hina and Starlight Kid. Uh, Mina pinned Hina here uh, with her new roll-up finish. Very solid match. Nothing really to write home about. Just your typical three-way match with um, lots of rotating action involving singular pairs. The next match then was Sai Kamatani and Mum Watanabe of Queen's Quest beating Rina and Konami of Oedo Tai. Uh, Saya pinned Rina with the Star Crusher. Uh, this was actually a pretty good match. Saya and Momo work really well together as every Queen's Quest team does. And Konami and Rina are actually a really, really fun tag team. So this isn't one that you have to go out of your way to watch. But if you like have time in your hands and you're just looking for something to, to throw on for you know eight minutes... This is a really fun tag match that uh, won't let you down. The match after that then was the Stars Trio taking on uh, the Don and Del Mondo team of Micah, Natsupoi, and the rookie Lady C, uh, who isn't in Don and Del Mondo, as I'm sure you all know. Uh, this was a brilliant 10-minute sprint. Uh, just really, really good from start to finish. Poi worked really well with everybody 
Uh, Micah had some really fun interactions with Hanan. Uh, Lady C got beat up, and Kogama or Koguma pinned uh, Lady C to get the win with the German suplex hold. Um, so that's a fun match. Again, ten minutes. Uh, if you have time, definitely check it out. It's a fun one. Um, you know, I I see. I didn't get to watch any Koguma Koguma matches um, because she didn't have any GP matches um, on the first two shows at least. Um, but her German suplex, I just need to reiterate, is fucking beautiful, man. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Like, great. it is. It gets so much height, and she's not a tall person, but it gets so much height. It is insane. Like, I can buy that beating anybody. Um, like, pretty. Like, it. It just looks so good. Like, I don't know how she makes it look so. Just like, it just has that like that zest to it. You know? I don't know. Fucking love that move. That's all. That's fair. Um, so that is the end of the non-tournament action from that show. Uh, as I said, I did speed through that. Uh, Dylan didn't watch any of it, and nobody really is is here for it. So uh, just, you know, a strong recommendation there for the, the Stars and uh, DDM trios match there. That was pretty fun. Uh, getting into block action, though, we have the Blue Stars match uh, between Tam Nakano and Rocka. Uh, Tam won with the Violet shooting in about seven minutes. And I, I enjoyed this one. They had a pretty simple dynamic here. Rocka is the heel. Tam is the baby face. Uh, Rocka made, you know, the most of Tam's arm being injured. She didn't target it as much as some people have. Uh, so this didn't get have any of those boring sequences where they would, like, put Tam in an arm lock for a little while and Tam would be like, ah, ow, oh my god, ah. And you were just inevitably waiting for Tam to stop selling the injury and uh, get I have some. Business. I have some words about Tam's damn arm uh, <laughs> Yeah. the next day. But I actually did enjoy this match. Sorry for interrupting. Did, okay. um, yeah. um, I, I did enjoy this match. I feel like um, more so in, in day two, but this match as well, I feel like Roka's being treated really well in the GP, um, really smartly in the GP, because none of her matches are really going that long. She gets to do all of her, you know, her spots pretty much. She, you know hits some good offense, you know, beats her up a little bit, goes for the, you know, refrigerator bomb, misses, tries to hit her with the box that looks like a briefcase, misses, and then Tam simply kicks her, dives to the outside, and beats her with the violet shooting. Um, It was quick, simple, good. You know, I I, I don't think there's much to complain about here. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that, like, I, I wonder if my theory that... uh. Rucka's gonna start just like purposely getting DQ'd and just like not even letting the match start. I'm I'm surprised that they haven't gone that route. Um, but I'm interested if they do. Uh and either way, I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh yeah, she's really good. And Tam Nakano is also quite good. I don't know if you guys knew about that. Indeed. Um the next match was Red Star's block action. Uh Saki Kashima beat Julia in about ten minutes with the revival. Uh this is one of the more, the more predictable results of the GP uh even before the tournament started, I knew Saki would roll Julia up uh, in their inevitable match. And he, this was all right. Saki focused on Julia's hair. She worked over the hair. <laughs> uh, very interesting uh, method. She she really didn't like that Julia has lovely new hair. Um, and that was really the most notable part. I don't think they ever hit their highest gear. They really just kind of, you know, realized, hey, we're in the middle of the card fuck it you know what i mean it was a lot of heel work a lot of obviously working over the hair and then uh julia got caught for with the revival and lost yeah saki's 
been growing on me. Um, I, I am hesitant to say that because you never know. But she's she's definitely been growing on me. I think that this match was pretty solid. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, they just kind of threw each other around, and I I, I appreciated that because like neither of them are particularly amazing at like the technical stuff. So I'm happy they didn't go that route. Um, they could have you know like beat each other up a bit more, but at the same time, I don't really mind. Um, at one point, uh, Julia reversed the Tierras into the Styles Crab, which is one of those moves I'm just like, hey, that's cool. I, I, I like that move. Even though it's a really stupid move, like when you actually think about it, like just the grip is, is incredibly just incorrect. The Styles Crab is just so, I like it a lot. And then she transitioned that into an STF, um, and her STF's good. Julia, Julia hit the Baldo Bomb. Has she ever hit that before? Like, am I just, am I just dumb? Because like, I feel like she just randomly whipped that out of nowhere. Like, I don't think I've ever seen her hit it before. I don't know. Like Julia the, just like those moves sometimes. Yeah, like like the what, what's it called? I, I forget what the like popular. Name. I think it is Baldo Bomb. Like yeah, she just does the sit out Baldo Bomb and she hits a Falcon's Arrow. And I was like, damn. I mean, okay, You're like go ahead, that's cool. Um, and then Saki reverses the Northern Lights Bomb and wins with the Zombie Revival. Which yeah, I I, I actually really enjoyed this match. Um, seemingly more than you, which is shocking because. I am not usually the one like who's higher on Saki Kashima or Julia than you are, but yeah, I I quite enjoyed it. That's good. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad. Uh, the next match time. definitely definitely made it even better. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the next match was Blue Stars block action. Utami Hashishta beat Unage Sayaka in 11 minutes, uh, also with a German suplex. Uh, Koguma be damned. Um, this was boring as hell absolutely one of the most nothing matches i can recall seeing in a while i like you have such an easy dynamic to play into here given you have the world champion taking on the future of stardom champion and they never at any point worked that out like you you know it was just a 50 50 utami doing her moves letting her opponent do her moves just nothing there really like unagi ever threatened to win and they never really made me feel like she was gonna win like there was no you know, really good roll-up attempts. There was no really good attempts at her finisher. There was no even real fiery babyface comeback that I can remember. They just really. did their moves, and I'm just like, why? You know what I mean? And it, this this isn't all on Uta or Unagi. Like, I don't blame Unagi fully. This is on Utami. Like, she's the champion. She's presumably the future ace. She needs to learn to really work these matches better and help her opponents do the best they can instead of just being like, oh yeah, we're just going to do my usual 50-50 match. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I wasn't even joking when I said that <laughs> I watched the first like eight minutes of this match, paused it, went and talked to my mom for like an hour, and then watched the last six minutes of it because mm-hmm. I just got bored. Like, it, it, it wasn't good. Um, I... I Part of me, when I watched it, I was like, okay, maybe it's just me, my issue that Unagi isn't getting beat up anymore. You know what I mean? Because, like, like obviously, mm-hmm. like, eight months ago, Unagi matches were her getting her ass handed to her, and then maybe, like, a bit of a comeback, and then getting murdered. And that was that was the match. And I loved those matches, and I think most people love those matches. Now that Unagi has to be treated like a... a, a a threat apparently um 
it's just not clicking for me. And I thought that, oh, like, that's just it. I think Utami is the worst person to put her in there with when it goes to 50-50. If Utami mm-hmm. was told, hey, just beat the shit out of her, I think this match could have been one of my favorites of the tournament. Because I think Utami is really good at just, like, murdering people. She just doesn't do it very often. And that kind of made me sad. Because, like, I was like, oh, this could have been... Like, the potential for this match was really, really high. And it was, like, a million times... It fell a million times shorter than that. Like you said, can't blame Unagi fully. But I I, I probably don't blame Utami as much because... I see it as Unagi is sort of like, like I said, she has to be protected more than probably she should have to be protected. Because like even Ida, when she was future champion, she wasn't protected at all. She got her ass beat constantly and she was great at it. Um, But she'd sometimes, you know, get a win over this or, you know, get a good match out. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, It's not fully on Unagi, but I mostly blame Unagi. Like I usually do. It was just not good. Of course. It was not good. It wasn't. No. It, like I've seen some people who like kind of liked it, but uh the majority of people just thought it was boring as hell. Uh, and the majority of people that I would whose opinions I would trust as well didn't like it, and that's how I know that I am on the money. Uh yeah. yeah. It's mm. I'm no, trying to like just... I'm trying to no, I'm trying to pinpoint like the exact like wording for it. Because it's like I don't know, like yeah, I don't know. There, There's a certain way that your presumed ace should be working against lower card wrestlers. Yeah. And Utami, and Utami do just that. doesn't do it. Yeah. And I don't think she's the ace. I obviously, like, I, I know my, I think Mayu is, you know, forever ace. But, you know, well, Mayu's, yeah. or Utami is the world champion. And your world champion, especially, should have a way of working with people lower in the card than them. And it's not just doing your standard main event style but in 10 minutes, you know? So, yeah, it just didn't really play into the dynamic at hand at all um, and really didn't add any drama because, as I said, at no point did they make me think Unagi was going to win. Yeah. See, and I think it's... it's. I think I have... So part of it is just that I compare future... Like, whoever the future of Storm Champion is, I compare it to Saida because she, she, she was the greatest future of Storm Champion of all time. Don't question it. Um, but so I think about it like literally a year ago, Utami had a match against Saida that did what we are saying this match should have done, and it did it beautifully. And Utami wasn't champion at that point. Saida wasn't even at her best at that point, but they did it amazingly in that Utami just had this overpowering um, stance over her and she had to fight back against it. I think Unagi can do that. Like, I, I don't think she's that bad that she can't do that. I think she's done it before amazingly. I just don't know why they didn't go with that in this match. I think that's the best way I could put it. I don't think you're telling I think Like, I just don't she think can, she has though. that mode, you know? Because I remember... Like I said, against Ida, she did amazing. Like, against against a lot, like... That was Ida. <laughs> I mean, come That's on. true. Ida is... But, you know, this, this is... Um, it's similar to the Mina match from the Cinderella tournament. Like, Utami has one mode. She should have beat on, Uta- on Mina that time. But instead, she just did her usual match. Like, I don't think she bothers maybe, to, to really Maybe keep Utami away from Kozen. I think that's yes. probably what's best here. I think that's what's best. Unless it's a trios match, in which case those yeah, things... Yeah, that's usually fine. Yeah. Time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that was... Let's get yeah. to an amazing match, why don't we? 
indeed. Uh, the next match was also Blue Stars action. Uh, Azumi beat Siri with the Azumi Zushi in uh, 13 and a half minutes. Uh, this right here is how you do a pushed talent versus a lower card, uh, or well, lower down the card act match. Siri was very much the confident, uh, more dominant performer. Her technical skills were on display, her kicks were insane, but Azumi was using her high-speed prowess and her athleticism to grind out any opportunity she could, and in the end, uh, she withstood the onslaught. Uh, I think she uh, Siri went for her own Azumi Sushi, and Azumi yeah. just kicked her in the fucking head and was like, uh-uh, you, we aren't doing that, and then pinned her with her own Azumi Sushi, which is a great finish. Um, and overall, like this was a great match. Like they they played off the dynamic between the two of them really well. Uh, their styles meshed perfectly. And these are two people who, all year essentially, have been having really really great years. Like Azumi has been wrestling out of her skin for months now, and the same with Siri. And that led to the two of them just having an, a fantastic performance here. They like the like Azumi and Shuri are like the coolest wrestlers ever, man. Like they're just so like like just from their entrances in like the first couple minutes, I was like, these two are just so cool. Like Azumi, so the match started off with like some chain wrestling, obviously, um, and Azumi sort of just like was very evasive um, of you know Sherry's attacks, which is obviously the smartest way to do it, and it, it kept Sherry looking really really good because Azumi's like, I'm not gonna like just eat your attacks and then be like you know try recover. I'm just not going to get attacked forehead you know like i'm just i'm just gonna stay away i'm gonna figure out a way around it and she was really smart with it um she would like jump to the outside of the ring and sure would get like it was it, like they would do cat and mouse kind of games um it was really smart but eventually she knocked her down got you know foot stomps to the outside really good stuff eventually shuri caught azumi with like my favorite spot in stardom where azumi goes for the triple jump and then just gets caught with a kick and then from there shuri just beat the shit out of her um and i loved it it was so the I just love this match. Like it's 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 hard to compare it to the first two nights because the first two nights were live and they had the production value. But this is probably like top four matches. Top. It's hard to breach my top three, but it's like so fucking good of the GP. I just loved it a lot. I don't know. I like it was just it was so smartly done too. Azumi hit a fucking Canadian destroyer yes. that she just whipped oh out of nowhere. <laughs> Like it, it, like for a second, like because she like sort of like was stationary there for a second, and then she was like flipped it, and it was oh, it was such a good looking Canadian destroyer because it was a slow Canadian destroyer, so it, like sort of looked like it was a struggle to get it go. Like I don't know, it just it was amazing. Azumi is incredible. Uh, she's one of the smartest wrestlers you'll ever see. Like this might not have been the best match of the GP, but if I was to like suggest a match. Um, to somebody from this GP, it would probably be this one. Like, I just loved it so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it too, um, as we will talk about a bit more later. Uh, sorry I interrupted, but what were we going to say? Oh, um, yeah, so Azumi won with the Azumi Zushi, um, and then she closed the show, and I really I really liked the way she closed the show. Mm -hmm. um, she, <laughs> she was like, uh, what did she say exactly? Um, what did she call herself? It was the Paizen, right? Which is like a. I, I looked it up actually. She said that the youngest member with the most seniority is going to take the win. And I thought that was a really cool thing. I always like how she. I always like when she plays into that because she is, you know, 18 years old and she's been wrestling for nine years or she's been training for nine years. Like that's pretty fucking incredible. Um, 
and she she is the way she closes the show is really like confident really you know good she calls herself azumi paizen which is like the um slang way to say senpai um in japanese just switching the words sonny like explained it horribly in the subtitles he's like oh it's 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 senpai backwards and it's like okay what does that mean no senpai backwards and it's like okay it's 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 just the way that like you would say it's somebody who um is still there's it's somebody who's your senior but is still like it's a cutesy way to say it right which is very very azumi you know like it, it fits her perfectly um and then she she's like okay i'm gonna close the show is that cool so um close the show like this and then you do you do this and then she like explains everything and she's like how do you close the show again <laughs> and then she's like wait a minute wait a minute and then she's like oh yeah yeah yeah, i got it i got it and then she closed the show um really funny uh Zumi's just the coolest wrestler I, I i love her to death she's so good at everything um and yeah, this is a an incredible match. Don't know if it's top three, maybe top three. We'll talk about that later. But I, I loved its death. Um, yeah, if you have any more to say about it, I will be uno seconds. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of covered everything there. Uh, there were there were a lot of really cool spots that um you don't normally see in a Joshi match. Uh, the 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 foot stomp that Azumi did to Siri, uh, Dylan just hold it. It is it is amazing. Like I was off the top rope to the outside. It was killer. Um, definitely does a great match. Uh, one you should go out of your way to see, and a great example of how Siri is just one of the best in stardom, but also Azumi is one of the best in stardom. They are just they're just amazing. Um, and they work really really well together. Um, but that is that show. Uh, the next show to review was on August 8th. Uh, this is uh, also at the Ediano Sack Arena number two. Uh, they drew 405 fans here. So th- there was a lot of fans that, that didn't go to the first show that decided to go to show number two. And I can only assume that that means Saya Kamatani is the draw now and forever. Man, shut up. <laughs> Azumi draw forever. Azumi the draw forever. Shut up. I don't care. They inflated numbers. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really weird though. Like it's the same venue. And it was, the both shows are on the weekend, but the Sunday one just did way better. I don't know. I mean like usually the second day does better. But not that much. <laughs> like that's a lot. Yeah. But you know, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, good for stardom. Uh their good numbers for the GP continue. Um they're combined like tickets sold already must be like higher than some tournaments total <laughs> um yeah but um yeah, they're doing yeah, really the, good. yeah the the opener of this show was unagi Sayaka beating lady c and azumi in a three-way match uh unagi beat uh, uh, lady c specifically <laughs> uh, i don't think i watched this uh, one but I, can't, <laughs> I can't really comment uh the next match was a bullshit. oh my god <laughs> Uh, the next match was uh, the Stars Trio taking on Utamiha Shishta, Momowanabe, and Hina. Um, this is also another great 10-minute Stars sprint. Uh, this is really, really good. Obviously, like, Momo and Mayu did Momo and Mayu stuff. Koguma and Utami did some really cool stuff. And then Hanan and Hina got to do some cool things towards the finish uh, when Hanan pinned Hina. Actually, she she was the one that got the win. I believe this was like her birthday reward or something like a special win for her uh, to celebrate. And uh, yeah, just one of the better matches you'll see from stardom uh, over the past few weeks. Like as far as non-tournament matches go, this was incredible. 
Uh, as I said, 10 minutes, an absolute sprint. Definitely go out of your way to see it. Like, it was just really, really good. And as you know, obviously, Stars and Queen's Quest are always amazing together. So you you should really know what to expect here. Um, what I came away from this from this weekend thinking is that I really desperately need uh, Mayu, Koguma, and Hanan to win the artist belts because they're a killer trio. Like, I just want them defending the trio's belts against everybody because that, that would be so Honestly, good. I think that'd probably be smart too, because it would it would mm-hmm. elevate both Kag- Kagama and um, Hanan, and yes. eventually they can. And it's like they they could lose them, you know. What I mean, because like either of them could mm-hmm. take a fall, whereas the Cosmic Angels, any of them can take a fall, but they aren't really like it. It's just I don't know. I, I think it would be smart at some point to to strap that trio specifically up, um, and yeah, I totally agree with you on that front. That's good. Um, the next match uh, was one that I wanted to watch, but I didn't get the chance. It was Julia and Siri against uh, Rina and Konami. Uh, Siri beat Rina with a sharpshooter, uh, which is pretty interesting. Um, I did want to watch this because Rina and Konami are just a, a pretty good team, and I feel like Konami and Siri uh, always do some really fun stuff, but um, I didn't get a chance to watch this one. Because Stardom uploaded like these shows overnight, in the course of like three hours so i was kind of left scrambling to to watch a lot of the stuff from the this show specifically because uh, they haven't got the third day up yet at all so um yeah definitely one that I'll, I'll go back and check out i think yeah i did not watch either that's fair um the first uh block match of the evening was a uh, blue stars block uh this was micah beating rocka in about five minutes uh very short pretty good i want to say like it was was good yeah. you know fine to good uh there's a lot of outside heel work with rocka you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it over from here rocka. i'll take it over from here i'll take cool, it over cool. from here um so, yeah, the match starts with Micah, you know, doing her taunt on the top rope with the jacket on and everything. Ruka just runs up at her and bumps her off the off and outside of the ring. It was really cool. Um, she goes outside, she starts beating her up. Um, then she beats up Unagi for a minute. Did I tell you I'm a big Ruka fan? Like, she's incredible. I love her. Like, so, <laughs> such a good wrestler. Like, I, I don't think I mentioned that enough. Great wrestler. So, yeah, she went outside. She beat up Unagi for a minute. Did I mention Ruka's like a guy. Like, she's she's like young legend. So great. So great. Like she just give her everything. Give her the belt. Give her the future belt. That's give her the future belt. That's a that's that's some, you know, five head booking right there. Um yeah, so she bumped Unagi and you did I tell I'm I'm kidding. Oh um <laughs> so yeah. I, <laughs> um I, I actually did really enjoy this match. Um she hit her with she hit Micah with the briefcase that looks like a box. Or the box that looks like a briefcase, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um fuck it's suitcase. I've been fucking that up for like two weeks. Suit, it's all right. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever doesn't whatever. matter. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so she hits her with the br- br- with the box, the box. Um. And then she sends her back in the ring. Rucka just starts like just sends Micah to gut punch City. She just starts punching her in the fucking stomach. Like she punched her in the stomach at least twenty times. Just like that was her offense was just punch her in the stomach. I respect it because she killed her with it. Like she just murdered her with fucking punches in the stomach. Great stuff. Um. She went for the freezer bomb. She missed. Um. Got hit with the lariat. And the Michinoku driver two gives Micah the win. Um, yeah, it was it was four minutes forty five seconds. It was a perfect Ruka match. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can't really you can't really ask for a lot more. Um, it, it she did what she does and she did it good. Um, you know she got beat. Perfect. Indeed. Uh, did I mention nice? I'm a big Ruka oh, fan? Bad. By the way. 
I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, the next match was a Red Stars block match. Uh, Mina Shirakawa beat Saki Kashima in about ten minutes with the glamorous, glamorous collection Mina. Um, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? No, what? no, no, no. You, you just like what? you said. You said glamorous, and then you're just like. <sighs> <laughs> oh man oh man that's such a stupid name too like fuck you yeah, milano it's... shut up it's the angel twist okay just just call it it's the not, angel no. twist <laughs> it's not um anyway yeah she she pinned her with her new roll-up um mina's doing way better than i think anyone expected um she's gonna end yeah. up finishing in like top half of the block isn't she no 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 she yeah. this is like sure she gets like one or two up. more wins, tops. She's roll up. Yeah, and that's eight points. <laughs> She's that got is four eight points already. Shit. Who? He's she beat that. Really high. She beat Saki. It. I don't think she yeah. beats that many more people. Actually, I think Kagama beats her. I think. I don't think she beats Momo anymore. I. Mm. I yeah, I think she only gets like maybe one more win. Like, realistically, maybe Kid. Like you know, I mean, like I, I yeah, I don't think she finishes with eight. Um, but yeah, this was a fine match. Uh, I watched it because I feel like I remember them having like good chemistry in pretty much every multi-person match they've had against yeah. each other. Like, oh, I, I saw I was like, oh, well, you know, like uh, maybe it's it's a really good match. It wasn't like great, but it wasn't bad. So I mean, like I didn't regret watching it. Um, they started doing limb work at a certain point that I sort of kind of started losing interest a bit. Um. <laughs> But it was it was it was a solid match. Mina, was so stupid. Like as a wrestler, like she's just like Kozen is so stupid as wrestlers. Like it's it's hilarious. Like they're they're the pinnacle of just the foolish brave baby faces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're so good at it, and like I respect that because like <laughs> she she tried to shake Saki's hand, and Saki's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll shake her. Fuck you, and she yanked her and beat the shit out of her and i was like i don't know what you expected mina like what like come on and then like the entire match was like that and and at one point saki was just like doing fucking like mat angels while while mina was suffering on the outside and i was like what are you do like this is like i enjoyed that it was it was hilarious um because saki was just being a little shit for most of the match and mina was just like oh well i'm still gonna i'm I'm gonna get you i'm gonna it's like okay bro um but yeah it was it was fine um saki near the end started like really getting some good offense in she got some kicks out she um did just she started getting really crisp with the way that she was moving and then she simply lost to the angel twist um which happens you know Uh, revival revival doesn't work all the time you know sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes you say you stay you stay dead and it happens FTR, man. You know, sometimes you just FTR. What? You know, oh, FTR. Fear the Revival. Fuck the yeah, Revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the Revival. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. made a Cody Rhodes joke. Ah, shit, no. Please. Cody Rhodes made that. That's you, Alex. You just made a Cody <sighs> Rhodes joke. You tried to evade him your entire life. It's a Cody Rhodes joke. Got you. Got your ass. Look at that. Fuck the Revival. I have sinned. <laughs> oh, man. 
I, yeah, I, the I angels are going to get you. I'm sorry, I, ha I have to quit now. <laughs> <laughs> this is you know, this is a me-only show. It's a one-man band, one-man show. I'm like Heath Slater, baby. Okay, um, so the next match was Kid vs. Nuts Boy. Um, it was a high-speed match. It was it was really funny. I think the the post-match was a little bit like funnier than the actual match was. Are you going to come back? Because like I can't I can't do like I have to I have to host a show tomorrow. Like this is hard. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to do this alone. Please come back, Alex. <laughs> oh no, is he actually gone? Oh fuck. <clears throat> there he is. Hey, he's returned. I I, I couldn't I couldn't uh, I couldn't leave you alone. Dude, I tried to start the next match, and I was like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can't. I I uh, no. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll, oh, uh, I'll I'll slide back in here. We'll just pretend that 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 Please. never happened. Um. So the next match was Red Stars block action. Uh, Natsupoi and Starlight Kid wrestled to a draw. Uh, when they both got counted out after roughly ten minutes. Uh, this was a pretty fun match. I thought. Uh, you know, obviously, two of them very good high speed wrestlers. There was a lot of really good forearm exchanges. Uh, a lot of, you know, brawling of the factions because the way to tie were trying to cheat and DDM were like, fuck no, like, don't touch our, our my Natsupoi. Um, and so, yeah, like, the, the, the action was pretty nonstop. I thought Kid worked her heel work in pretty well um, without ever slowing down the, the flow of the match too much. And it just, yeah, like, for, for a 10-minute match, it was, it was fun, you know? It wasn't out of this world amazing, but it was definitely entertaining. Um, and I, I think they could do a lot of really good stuff in their high-speed title match after watching this. Yeah, I enjoyed this match. Um, I enjoyed the post-match a little bit more, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I, I actually did really enjoy this match. It sort of started with like a lot of, like you know, obvious high-speed stuff and whatnot. Then Kid just started like slapping her and just like bullying her. And she started slapping her like at the ropes. And Natsupoi like, stopped selling it and just looked at her like, shut the fuck up. Just shut <laughs> the fuck up. And then, like... And then she runs to the like she goes to a rebound, and then Natsupoi just fucking soul kicks her or soul butts her so hard in the stomach it was hilarious. Um, and actually one of my favorite spots of the match wasn't even a high speed spot. They were doing like some chain wrestling and they were being really quick with it, and then Kid just stops and open hand chops the shit out of Natsupoi, and Natsupoi just screams and crumbles to the ground, and then Kid like gets on on top, and I'm just like, damn, that was like. That was one of the loudest chops I've heard in a minute. Like it, it was just a really good, uh, like momentum shift, um, so to speak. That like kid just completely stopped and just slapped the shit out of her in the in the chest. Really good stuff. Um, then they went outside and they you know started sort of struggling together. Um, and you know kid hit a tornado DDT. Shout out Fago del Sol. And then Nasplay hit the backlash and they both got counted out. Then. The best part was the aftermath, because um, Kid got back in the ring and Natsupoi got back in the ring. They were arguing with the ref, and then Kid's like, you know what, fuck it. And then she starts choking her with the microphone cord. And so <laughs> so Natsupoi's just laying there dead, like, on, on the mat, and Kid starts talking. She's like, you know what, fuck the five-star. I want your belt. I don't care about this. I want your belt, bro. I'm going to take it, and you know I'm going to take it, loser. And then she drops the mic, goes out of the ring, and then Natsupoi's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I just found that the funniest. She's like, fucking idiot, Jesus. Like, she's like, she's like, tournaments matter, you idiot. 
you're an asshole. I'm not going to give you the belt. And then she walked away, and I was like, that's great. Like, just, just, just yell at each other. It's great. Like, just call each other fucking idiots. It's, I love it. Absolutely great stuff. Um, I am really excited for their, their high-speed match. I kind of want Natsupoi to win, because I'm kind of getting worked. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, like, yeah, fuck kid. Like, she's, she's a, she's a degenerate. She's an asshole. She's, you know, like, I'm, I'm starting to get worked. And I, I like that. I like when wrestling, you know, it's consensual. I'm consensually getting worked, but um, I'm not getting worked into a shoot. Don't 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 think about that. But I, I do enjoy the storyline. I think Natsupoi should beat Kid, because um, fuck Kid. That's my opinion. She's True. an idiot and an asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the the main event of the show was a Blue Stars block match. Uh, Saya Kamatani beat Tam Nakano in uh, about 13 minutes. Uh, this started out pretty slow. I thought it was going to be pretty bad. Uh, they were doing a lot of arm work on Tam, and then they just ignored it, and they just had a sprint, and it was great. Uh, this was really funny, though. Like, I'm not a selling fetishist by any means. Like, I don't desperately need you to be, like, crippled because your knee is hurt or whatever. But Tam having her arm worked over and then just hitting Saya with these really hard forearms with her injured arm and not selling it at all was so funny. Like, she didn't shake it out. She didn't go, ah, oh, my arm or anything like that. She just hit her. And I was like, so it's just not sore now? <laughs> like, what is it's, this? The, this match, I, okay, let me let me preface before I go into it. I loved this match. I really, really enjoyed this match. I thought this was, like, infinitely better than their title match. I thought this was incredible. Um, Again, probably top five match of the tournament. Maybe. I don't know. Uh. I, I haven't really thought about it that much. Um, it would be lower on the top five. It's nowhere near top three, but really, really good turn, tournament match. Um, but I, I do have a few a few things to say. Um, so they started the match. Like you said, it was pretty slow. They almost did a move-for-move move rendition of the WWE 2K15 uh, chain grappling sequence. Like, they, they almost did the exact... Like, they did the, the, the headlock, the, the rebound, and then they re-grappled and then they did the fucking the the the, the levitation thing the backslide they, they literally did it almost move for move and it was kind of funny um then saya started working on tam's arm you weren't a big fan of this i actually thought saya did incredibly um on limb work i don't really see it that often but she's really good at it i thought she found a way to make it really interesting in the way that she was doing it which is kind of shocking because when you think of saya kamatani you don't immediately think of like technical stuff i thought she did pretty mm-hmm. good with it um, and then, then, then things started getting a little weird, um, cause Tam's arm just like, I feel like she, I, I don't want to bury this too much. Cause I, I want to preface, I did like the match and I still thought the entire second half of the match was still really, really good, but Tam just is like, I feel like she did way more offense with her right arm than she normally does. Like, how do you? Like, it's injured now. And then she's like, you know what? I I, I need to use it a lot more. <laughs> Even though it hurts, I I just, I need to use, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not thinking of Tam matches correctly, but it's like, I feel like she did a lot more kicks, usually, when her arm, you know, wasn't injured. But today, she's just like, nah. Nah, I'm using my arm the entire time. I don't care if it hurts. I don't care. And it also kind of made it, like, okay, so part of me was, like, comparing this as, to the old Juice Robinson thing that he would do in tournaments when he would have an injury and it would make up for him losing a ton. 
right? Yeah. So, like, he, I remember he broke his hand, and that was like a shoot. He actually broke his hand. So he lost, like, almost all of his matches because he had a broken hand, and he was wrestling with a broken hand. And that was like, he was like, you know, I was this close to beating you, but I have a broken hand, so it's like, if I didn't have a broken hand, I'd fucking beat your ass. And, like, it like it was just a really good story that he would do. Like, he did, like, twice. Um, and I thought that was what Tam was sort of trying to get off here. Um, it wasn't, because her, like, it, she, she, it didn't do anything there was no there was no use to it near the end like it just it just was no longer injured even though it was very clearly injured it just wasn't injured anymore very like i like you said i'm not like crazy about like oh if like your selling has to like i don't really care that much but it was just like wild how wildly inconsistent it was like it was insane to me like i was like damn and she didn't even do like the the utami thing where it's like Oh, she gets her up for the for a finisher, but then her arm just like fucks up, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" And then she gets beat. Like she just like none of that happened. She she just started wrestling and then lost. Like she just sim- she simply lost the match. <laughs> like her arm her arm played no role in her losing. Like she just lost. She just simply was not as good of a wrestler <laughs> as Saya. Like that's like that just like I just it made no sense. Loved the match. Found that fucking hilarious. Also, Saya hit a really crazy reverse frankensteiner that looked fucking nasty loved it but yeah it was that was funny um i am happy that saya conquered at least one of her four giants that she's been talking about a lot um that she set her sights on in the beginning um because (laughs) she faced all three of them in her first three matches and she lost two of them um and she's going to lose against takumi hopefully because like yeah yeah she's gonna get murdered um Imagine if Takumi went 50-50 with Unagi. I don't want to think about that. Never mind. Um, but yeah, I actually really enjoyed this match. The aftermath, um, Saya just starts screaming into the mic, and then she closes the show. Good stuff. I, I like the match. I know that I've been shitting on, on Tam selling, um, but I did really, really enjoy the match. It was just funny to me that it was like such an important, integral part of the first like five minutes, and then just like, I'm I'm done. I don't, I, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and then it yes. just, they just had a match. No, time time selling was was very funny. Um, at this stage, I think I have. I'm just gonna have to admit to myself that Saya Kamatani is one of the best in Stardom and one of my favorites because I still think she's an, an a big anomaly to me. But I always enjoy her big matches. Like she does not miss. And like for a while now, I've been like, yeah, I kind of like Saya, but I don't know. After this match and her her start at the GP, I'm like, yeah. I guess she's just fucking great. Like, I, I don't yeah. know why that's you now, but she's just great. Like, there's just nothing. No, but about I get it, it. You know, I get it because it's like I've always been, you know, big Saya forever. You know, tall Saya, be damned. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm giant Saya all the way. But like, there's definitely a certain element to it that's like Saya, tall Saya is just like she's a she's a different animal. You know what I mean? Like she she's she's weirdly good. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't know. I, I But I get what you mean. Because it's like, damn, she just has good matches. Like, repeatedly. It's quite often. Like, she doesn't really miss all that much. She's incredible with tag team stuff. She's quite good at, at single stuff. Especially um, when she is in a good, you know, like, format. Or a format that fits her style. She's just good at the wrestling. And it's like, I feel like I don't necessarily give her enough credit for that. Because she has had three really good matches to start the tournament. Um, and she's had good matches all year. So, yeah, I, I definitely get what you're trying to say. Because um, it's it's weird that, like, I don't know, maybe me and you just don't treat her as, like, this, like, 
really amazing wrestler, but she is an amazing wrestler. I don't know. It's weird. I definitely get what you mean, though. That's fair. Uh, the We do have to move on, though, because we've almost been going for an hour, and we have three shows to preview. Uh, the next show to review was on August 9th. Uh, none of this is uploaded on Stardom World yet, so we can't really talk much mm-hmm. about it. Uh, this is at the Kisei Culture Hall. Uh, they did 177 fans. Uh, in the opener, Tam Nakano beat Mina Shirakawa and Hina in a three-way. Uh, Tam won with the Don.Tam. Uh, I have no idea what that is. I've never seen it in my Dodan. life. But that is... Yes, you have. It is, it is have. Taguchi's move. It's the hook and ladder. Oh, uh, okay. All right, cool. She just calls uh, it something stupid because Kozen has stupid names <laughs> for their right, damn okay. finishers. Oh, gee, okay. Oh, jeez. All right, okay. Gee, geez. It's the Dodon, yeah. Jeez. Anyway, uh, the next match was a Blue Stars block match. Uh, Konami beat Unaga Sayaka with a triangle answer. Uh, so, you know, Shaka percent. 100%. Oh, didn't it? Yes. Uh, the next match was also Blue Stars block action. Uh, Micah beat Azami. In seven minutes with the Mishinoku driver number two, uh, Micah goes to six points and actually leads that block, which we will run down later. Uh, the next match was an eight-woman tag match. Starlight Kid, Ruaka, Rina, and Saki Kashima beat Lady C, Koguma, Hanan, and Mayu Utani. Uh, Ruaka actually pinned Lady C with a freezer bomb. Uh, I don't match- like that. I don't. I don't like that the the tournament matches aren't all on the back half. Like, that just feels wrong. Whatever. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the main event was a trios match. Uh, Sayaka Mitani, Utami Hashishita, and Momo Watanabe beat the Donadon Mondo team of Julia, Suri, and Natsupoi. Uh, Utami pinned Natsupoi with the German suplex. Um, so, after five days of block action, here are the standings. <sighs> Taking a deep breath here. Uh, the Blue Stars block is... Micah sitting at six points on top. Uh, Utami Haushishta, Tam Nakano, Unagasaka, and Siri all have four points. Konami, Azumi, and Sayakamatani have two. And Takumi Aroha and Raka are at the bottom on zero points. Obviously, Takumi has yet to enter the tournament. Uh, the Red Stars block is Mina Shirakawa on top with four points. Uh, Natsupoi and Starlight Kid behind on three points. Then Mayu Utani, Saki Kashima, Julia, Koguma, and Momotanabe all on two points. And we have Himeka and Fukigen Death with zero. Uh, Himeka has yet to, to enter the tournament. So our block leaders after five days are Mika and Mina Shirakawa. Um, can't say I predicted that, but that's Shut where up. we stand. Shut up. Like, I know it's, <laughs> I know it's just factual, but like, and I like both of them, but man, that's so stupid. <laughs> like, that's such a, like, that's so wild to me. Like, it's, it's purely scheduling, but that's just mm-hmm. funny. You know what I mean? It's like, imagine if, if Yudro Takahashi and fucking... Actually, that's happened before. That, like, Yudro and fucking Yano are, like, top of the block. And it's like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> like, that's... Huh. But, yeah, like, that's just funny to me. It is. Um, it's very interesting, but obviously, it's all going to change. And it does all depend on scheduling. Like, I think Micah has six points, but she's wrestled more matches than anyone. I think she's been on... Yeah, four basically four, uh, GP matches already. So yeah, like, four out of five. Yeah, so like comparing her to Utami, who's had like three, two or three, is, is isn't really a fair comparison. But that's just how the blocks are shaping up at the moment. Uh, I thought the blue block would be the closest, but the red block is actually just a, a log jam. Like four points is your leader, three points is the people yeah. behind them, 
few points is like everybody else. It's uh, a close one. Um, I have to ask, uh, did any of the matches from day three, four, and five break into your tournament top three? And what's your I've, tournament top I've three honestly matches? been thinking. I've been thinking about that for the past like 40 minutes. Um, yeah. I think Shuri Izumi might have. I think Shuri Izumi better than Jure versus Micah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I can say that. Yeah. Okay, so I think we have the same top three. Number one is yes, Momo versus Mayu. Number two is mm-hmm. Mayu versus Julia. And number three is mm-hmm. Azumi versus Siri. Yes, because I think about it and it's like, it's kind of weighted. Because like if Shuri versus Izumi happened in a big, you know, in... in the Budokan and it happened with the high production value, I think it probably would have been like, you know, on par with Mayu Julia type. But because it wasn't, it was sort of closer to Sherry versus Micah for me. And I think it's fair to say that Sherry versus Zumi is is incredible. Like I I I yeah, I think so. So yeah, we have the same one. That's fair. Uh, now we have three shows to preview. Uh the first is on August thirteenth. Uh this is at Cork and Hall. Um, the there are a few non-tournament matches. Uh, the first is a three-way match: uh, Mina Shirakawa versus Hanan versus Hina. Um, should be fun. Uh, the next match is a three-way tag battle: Azumi and Utamiha Shishta versus Siri and Lady C versus Rina and Raka. Um, and then we have a future Stardom Championship match: Unaga Saka defends against the debuting uh, Mai Sakurai. Uh, Unagi's gonna win that one, presumably. She she Dude. retains. <laughs> so I saw the match card for that, and I was like, "Wait, who the fuck is that?" And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I forgot." <laughs> like I was so confused <laughs> when I saw like Rossi Rossi posted the picture. I was like, "Who is that person?" Like I've never seen what. Who like did I? And I was like, "Oh yeah, that yeah shit." I I was like I was like so genuinely like struck i was like what the fuck like i'd cover this shit every week i should know and i was like oh yeah mm-hmm. i do know i'm just stupid you are definitely very dumb um yeah. unagi's retaining here though right yes 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 yeah uh do we think she immediately offers sakurai a place in the angels do you think we go straight to uh mai in the cosmic angel probably yeah i think I th- it just makes sense it would make sense. I don't yeah. know where she's going to be placed. Like, I don't know where she's going to be placed on the card. I don't know where she's going to be placed, period. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's sort she's, of hard to slot be the her bottom, in immediately. The bottom well, yeah, in, in, yeah, in that sense. But, like, where to slot her in as in, like, can she beat Hanan? No. You know what she I mean? She has like, 21 matches under her belt. Yeah, so but you I you think... know how Rossi likes his girls from Actress Girls. Like, they just, he just fucking, like, they just go over. Right. But, <laughs> like, I mean, they just it, win. <laughs> She's wrestled for like a couple of months total, so I think she'll she'll slot in at at the bottom, probably underneath Lady C or on par with Lady C. Man, if Lady C beats her, I'm gonna be so happy. Oh my yeah, god, she might. I'm, I'm gonna you be never delighted. Uh, yeah, um, I, we can fingers crossed. Lady C, Lady C win. Um, is is, is our only goal? <laughs> yeah. She's she's like what seventy two or O and seventy two at this point or some shit like she she deserves uh, something, but um yeah to get into the block action uh, we have a blue stars match uh, Saya Kamatani takes on Konami um 
This one's kind of up in the air, to be honest. I feel like either one could really come away with the win. I think... Knee-jerk? I say Saya. Um, I'm going to check my... My, uh, my fucking yeah. brackets are completely dead, but, like, I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Saya. That's my immediate knee-jerk. Because I think after her beating um, Tam, it should probably light a fire. Um, and then she just wins for a bit. You know what I mean? At least, like, an, at least one more match um, before she starts losing. So I think... Yeah, I think that I think that makes sense to me. That's fair. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I had uh, I had her I had her beating Konami in the first place anyway. So yeah, yeah, I think I think Saya winning um, makes sense. Uh, the next match is Tam Nakano versus Micah. Um, I think Tam wins. I think Micah's leading the block at the moment, and I think uh, losing here gives people a chance to to catch up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's kind of unfortunate because like Kamata, Jesus fucking Christ, because Kamatani versus Tam and uh, Unagi versus Tam are like just like Kamatani versus Tam was a good match. Um, but I I just don't want to see it again, and I also don't mm-hmm. really care to see Unagi versus Tam in a title match. So it kind of sucks because I would like to see Micah versus Tam. I would like to see Azumi versus Tam, but I don't really see either of them beating her now that mm-hmm. she's lost twice. So that kind of sucks. But yeah, Micah, Micah loses to Tam for sure, um, especially Fair after enough. Tam has lost a couple times. True that. Um, the next match is Red Star's block action. Uh, Starlight Kid takes on Fukigen Death. Uh, uh, I kind of feel like Kid wins and yeah. goes to the top of the block. Um, Death is one of the people who you can have go like points for the tournament and it won't really matter. Um, so I, I think Kid could win here. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she definitely wins. Um, Leading up to her, match... you know, high speed match, oh, yeah, I yeah. feel like she has to That's win. True. Uh, the next match is a Red Stars block match. Uh, it is Momo Watanabe versus Saki Kashima. It's kind of up in the air. A, a lot of these are. Um, I think Momo. Momo... Yeah, I think Momo. Definitely. I think Saki can pick up wins against other people. Um, yeah, and, and I think Momo needs to get on track, you know, because, I mean, she yeah. lost Natsupoi, and that's not, like, a, a bad loss, but, you know, like, just picking up a few wins is definitely where she has to be right now. That's fair. Where Saki doesn't really need that. Yeah, no, I getcha. Um, the next match is also Red Stars block action. There's a lot of Red Stars block. Uh, it is Natsupoi versus Mayu Iwatani. Ooh, I feel, I feel like had Natsupoi not drawn with Kid, I feel like she might have been in position to win. Uh, but I think Mayu should win here. Yeah, Mayu wins. I'm I'm yeah. 100% on Mayu train. I'm I'm excited for this match. I think it, it could be like one of those like sleepers and like just mm-hmm. really fucking good. Yeah, no, this is going to kick ass. That's Poi has been having a really good tournament so far. Yeah. And um, Mayu's, you know, God. Mayu's so. Mayu, yeah. yeah. Mayu's had, like, the top two matches of the tournament in her only two tournament matches, so, you know. Yeah, it, it would be funny if, if, like, by the end, the top three matches were simply Mayu. Like, I, I, like, I, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised, depending on how Takumi does. Like, mm-hmm. I I can definitely see Mayu having a good match with Natsupoi, or having a good match with Jumbo that just, you know, 
gets into the top three and just those mm-hmm. three matches just stay there. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, the next match, uh, presumed main event, although the match order says it's undecided. I don't know how much it ever changes. Uh, this is a Red Stars block match. Uh, it is Julia versus Koguma. Um, mm. Hot take, I think Koguma wins. I think they're doing maybe one of those stories of Julia where she like starts off pretty slow and then just like kills everybody towards the end. You know, I, I think that's where they're going with this. Um, and I think Koguma is somebody who already has a win over Julia uh, in, in one of the tag matches and could easily pin her with the, the German suplex. And you wouldn't really, she, I don't, you know, Julia wouldn't be hurt if, if she lost. I would be so down with Kagama winning. Mm. I think it so, could happen. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know, because you, you have just convinced me very quickly that Kagama could just win. And I'd be yeah. so excited for that. Um, plus, she's pinned Julia before. Mm-hmm. Like Only like five or six people have pinned Julia. And she's one of them. And Saki's another one. So I can definitely see them just not giving anybody else a win over Julia. <laughs> except for except for <laughs> except for Mayu Saki and Natsuboy. Or not Natsuboy. Mayu Saki and Kagama. That would be hilarious. I'd be so yeah, Kagama wins. Why not? Kagama wins. Good stuff. Yeah. We we have been good as well at predicting some of these upsets. So I mean it, it could definitely happen. Um but yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know if you saw their Twitter banter. Uh, Kagama or and Julia were like, or yeah, Kagama was like, or not Kagama, Jesus. Uh, Julia was like, I think it is Kagama. Yeah. Wait, how yeah, do you pronounce her name? Fuck. Oh, I know it's Kagama, but I was actually meant to say Julia. Um, oh, okay. Julia said that she was like gonna slap the shit out of uh, Kagama and was like, "Hey, Lady C, you have all the ice ready." And uh, uh, Unagi like retweeted it and was like, "Hey, I'm the ice dealer for this match. I'm gonna buy four bags." And I was just like, "That's so specific." <laughs> but you go, Unagi, on the ball. Unagi's Jesus, I she's, she's just, great. Like she's she's hilarious. Like don't get me wrong, she's funny. I just wish she got beat up more. That's it. Fair. Um. Anyway, yeah, that is the full Cork and Hall show. Uh, the next show to preview is on August 14th. Uh, this is in Niigata. It's in... Um, I, don't, I don't actually know the venue. Um, the opener is Saki Kashima versus Lady C. Uh, presumably Kashima will win there. Uh, the next match is a three-way match. Saya Kamatani takes on Mai Sakurai and Rina. Uh, the next match is also a non-tournament action. It's Maika and Natsupoi versus Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, also in non-tournament action, we have Momo Watanabe, Azumi, and Itami Hayashishita versus Mayu Iwatani, Koguma, and Hanan. That is going to kick ass. Holy 100%. shit. That is one of the like best matches they could put on. Oh my god. That's so good. That's going to be great. Oh man. Uh, the next match is a Goddess of Stardom Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Julia and Siri defend against Konami and Raka. Um... I think Julian Siri retain here. I don't think they lose to to a team with Hiroko. Oh hell no! I yeah. mean, like I I respect the vibe that Konami wants mm-hmm. to win the match for um Hiroko so that like she can win her first belt um and be groomed as the as the leader um in Natsuko's absence, but mm-hmm. that's not happening. No. No. Uh, I think this could be a good match though. Like I feel like if you let uh Siri and Konami do their thing and let 
Julia and Rocco just beat the brakes off each other, I think you could do have a really, really good match there. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And then uh, in our only GP match of the show, it's uh, Red Star's block. Mina Shirakawa takes on Starlight Kid. Um, oh, that's dire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know who wins, because Mina and Kid would be like two of the top wrestlers in the block at that point. But maybe Starlight Kid wins? I feel like she's positioned well enough that she could beat uh, Mina. Yeah, I think Kid wins. Yeah, that put Kid up to seven points, but I think she has a she hasn't really faced a lot of the top top names, so I feel like she could definitely lose a bit after that. Yeah, yeah. See, that I still think that Kid and Mayu are going to end with the same amount of points, or maybe not the same mm-hmm. amount, but roughly around the same realm as each other. Uh, since Kid now has a draw on her record, and I don't know who Mayu goes to a draw with. Um, because, yeah, I don't really I don't see... Yeah. So, um, maybe not the same exact record, but um, I still think they'll be around the same level. So, uh, yeah, I think Kid can win a couple more times, including against Mina, and then cool off for a minute. That's fair, yeah. I think I think that's a good direction to go in. Um, the next show to preview is on August 15th. Uh, this is in Nagano. Uh, the opener is non-tournament action. It's my Sakurai versus Lady C. Uh, we will learn a lot, I think, based on that match on how they see Sakurai. Because um, if she loses to Lady C, then we know she's slotting in at the very bottom of the company. Um, if she wins, then poor Lady C. So uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that one. Uh, the next match, also non-tournament action, is Tam Nakano versus Starlight Kid versus Rina. Uh, this will probably end up more like a two-on-one match. Uh, I could see Kid maybe getting a win. Probably turns yeah. on Lena a little bit and pins her. Or uh, Tam might just fight back and, and win. Um, also, non-tournament action. We have Momo Watanabe and Utami Haoshishta versus Koguma and Hanan. They are treating us with these QQ stars matches. This is going to be really good as well. Uh, love Koguma. Heard Utami do some cool shit. Uh, this will be fun. Uh, the next non-tournament match is Julia, Micah, and Natsupoi versus Saki, Kashima, Konami, and Raka. And then we finally get into tournament action. So in the Blue Stars block, we have Siri versus Unagi Sayaka. Uh, this is a I very... I swear to God. Play. I swear to God. I, I think this goes to a draw. I hate my life. No. Because think no. about it. Their last match went 19 and a bit minutes. I don't want to think about it, Alex. That's the, oh, it's just the to. truth. That's the point just of the truth. Show. This oh, is going man. to a draw. I can feel it in my bones. This is a time limit draw. I f- probably. Yeah. I yeah yeah. I don't like it either, but I just it, it's happening. I, if I don't if know. this match isn't Shuri beating the brakes off of Unag, it's not going to be. I think it it's will. Not going to I be. Could be. Man, we'll see, but um, definitely, I think it's going to a draw because um, you already had Siri annihilate Unagi earlier this year and then beat Twice. her in the, the SWA yeah. title match, so I don't think you have her go 3 and 0. Um, I think you definitely want to give her something there. Unagi with five points that, mm-hmm. that has a good ring to it, and just leave it, <laughs> yes. yeah, okay. Um, the next match is also Blue Stars action. This is Azumi versus Saya Kamatani. Um, 
I think Azumi might get the win here. I don't know how many wins we have her predicted to be on by this point, but I think she might need a win like to, to stay in contention. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I think by then she'd probably only have, like, two, maybe four? I, I don't even think she has four by then. I don't think so either. I don't think she wrestled yeah, no. on the other two shows. Yeah, no, she doesn't. So yeah, she she kind of needs the win here. Also, I think it's it's kind of interesting because Kamatani and Azumi are kind of on the same level, kind of. Like obviously, Saya mm-hmm. has the the more you know, she has more momentum as of right now. But like, they never really had like either of them go forward or backwards, and they just are at a certain level. I think Azumi beating Saya here wouldn't hurt. Sai at all, and I also think it would give Azumi a little bit of a rub. Uh, yeah, especially especially if if Kamatani beats Konami, I think she can lose here, um, and I don't think that would be an issue. That's fair. Um, so we're both going Azumi. Yeah, why not? Cool. I believe in Azumi. Um, that's good. Uh, the next match and the last match on the show is a Red Stars block match. It is Mina Shirakawa versus Mayu Iwatani. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's, hmm. it's very much a, a hmm. Um, I think Mayu I mean, has to Mayu win. wins, yeah. Yeah. Just I'm more pace. curious about how this match is going to be. You know what I mean? Because it's like, and like, obviously, I've been kind of on the Mina train a little bit lately, but like, Mina might get her best match this, this coming week. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I think Mayu is going to do a good job here. Because uh, Mayu has a lot of deep seated resentment for the Cosmic Angels. So she's oh, going to beat the shit out of Mina. Um, and I think Mina will respond Hopefully. really well. So, yeah, I think Mayu wins to keep track with uh, the kid and stuff at the top. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it's a world does in which not have Mina a lot of win. matches until uh, September. Yeah, she's, she's like one a... of those. Like, the scheduling makes this so weird, <laughs> you know? Because, yeah. um, like, yeah, like, she only... I think this is, like, is Kid on the twenty? Wait, is uh, fuck on? Yeah, so no almost in, in no, no. There's only she only has one more match other than against Saki in August, like literally, yeah. and that's at the end of August. That's insane, Crazy. actually. Yes, definitely. Um, but it, it, I don't know. It's it's how they've decided to do things. Um, I'm sure it'll work out. But um, yeah, for the time being, it definitely makes some of these predictions a bit difficult because uh, everybody's just on different planes altogether. But um, yeah. you know, maybe Mina just beats Mayu. That's not. But, no, because Mina's next match is against Julia, and I feel like Julia has to beat Mina. Mina like, can lose, buddy. Just let her lose. Mina can lose to both, yes. But if Mayu goes to, what, six points and... Well, yeah, Julia going to four. Yeah, Julia be fine, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, Mina, Maya beats Mina, and then uh, Julia beats Mina. I just got a bit ahead of myself and was like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, I think that's everything, isn't it? You tried to, you, you tried to, fuck it, I'm saying it, dude, about Mina beating Mayu. Like, come on. <laughs> get get better. Be better, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> be <Wow>. better. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, that's that show, I guess. Um, we will be yeah. back. Uh, oh, what's the what's the thing? Hold on. 
I don't know the schedule, so you know. I know the the next shows are on the twenty okay. second or something. I don't. Twenty first and twenty second, yeah. So we'll yeah, probably yeah, yeah. back the usual time next week. Uh, we will hopefully have all the cork and watched. I assume they'll get that up pretty quick. Um, Nigata and Nagano, I am less convinced, but we will of course do our best. Um, if any of the matches same from... bad time. Same bad chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we look forward to it. Um, the, the schedule gets a bit nicer from here on out. There's no more three show weekends for a little bit. Um, so it just makes it easier for us to record and fit everything in. Uh, one of my favorite matches of the tournament is coming up. Natsupoi is wrestling Saki on the 21st. So uh, let's go. Um, Jumbo comes yeah. in on the 22nd. And then we will hopefully have Takumi from the, the 20. 20- Ninth is when she joins. Yes, twenty ninth against Micah. Um, oh no! She, oh wait, wait, wait! Oh no! I I, I can't read. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So Fuck that's that. <laughs> uh, uh, I was trying to get some payback for the for the you know the thing a few weeks ago where I was like, I'm not black, and you went, we know. <laughs> I was trying to get some payback. <laughs> uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. You get one of those. You get one of those. Yeah. I I thought like people were like, is it we? I don't know. People seem to like just us talking nonsense. Um, I I had people message me about that, and they were like, "That is the funniest shit." And I was like, "I'm offended." <laughs> like, I didn't think I was that white. Okay. You're Irish. Like I'm Irish too, but you're Irish. That's fair. <laughs> I'm also like technically redheaded as well, so. Oh, that's. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm that. Gonna... I'm painfully yeah. Caucasian. Nice. Yeah, like yeah. painfully Caucasian. The clear people energy, as they say, is uh, emanating from me. Somehow, Seamus is more black than you are. That's. I, I like, don't know. Pale, but like I don't know, like just his energy. I, yeah. I am pale. I, as so uh, he is also pale. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. That's rough, bud. It's all right. It it has its perks, I guess. I don't. Know. I don't know. Um, See, anyway. we could just talk, we could just talk as much shit because nobody listens to the last like minute and a half or like two minutes of the show. So we could just say literally anything we want, and no, like nobody even mentioned my Max Caster joke last time. Like, like nobody even like fathomed it. Like nobody knows anything about it. It's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shit, we no. forgot to do the acclaim segment. That I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I swear to God. <laughs> Everybody loves Stardom Quest. Oh, God. <laughs> like, you can't do this. He's fully, like, fucked. <laughs> oh, like, he's, he he's, he's in the mud, bro. Yeah. He is in the mud. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, okay. I, will, I will close this out. I'm telling you, like, people actually enjoy us talking nonsense. Like, that's the draw. I'm telling you, nobody gives a shit what we thought about the GP. They just want to hear whatever weird shit we get up to. I, I'm telling you. But, um, yeah, I'm going to close the show because uh, Dylan is going to keep me for, like, two hours after this to talk about Max Caster, so... Um, do you <laughs> hey, don't make it sound like that! Don't make it sound like that! You're making it sound like I'm, like... I'm, like... Don't say well, no, it you like just, that. Every time something controversial happens, you like to talk about it. Because I do. That's true. You don't. You don't talk about it on Twitter because you're smart. Oh no. Um, so you have to talk about it to me. So yes. you know, it's yeah. Anyway, you're you're my you're my conscious, conscience. Oh, that's that's good. 
maybe yeah. I, don't, I don't know um anyway i will close the show uh on my fourth time of of, of attempt uh if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit leave today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in ijo 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 woo i thought you were gonna do it like yo yo Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 